hidden away within the Andes Mountains near Lima, Peru. There lies a plateau that is inundated with mystery. The area is home to multiple massive granite rocks that resemble those of human faces, animals, and religious symbols that no one truly knows if they were carved or naturally formed. And this isn't the only strange thing about this place. The skies are filled with unidentified flying objects, the specters of bizarre cryptids, and even reports of a portal that can allow one to travel through time and other dimensions. This is an episode you certainly won't want to miss, so join me as I explore the untold story of the Markawazi Stone Forest, here on Mystery Archives. Markawazi Stone Forest is located on a mountain range that sits nearly 4,000 meters high in the Horachuri province, east of Lima, Peru. This plateau is shrouded in many levels of mystery and makes one ponder many questions. The first of which is just who or what made these massive stone structures. There are many different formations alleged to have been found within the forest. These range from human faces and figures, to animals and even religious figures as well. Religious figures that are not native to the area. But there is much, much more to unpack here than just what's on the surface. Many of the formations seem to represent different races and animals not found within the vicinity of where the plateau is located. Among these include the likes of toads, dogs, and condors, which are all indigenous to the area and can be found here. But animals that are not indigenous are also found within the forest as well, and these include massive carvings of walruses, camels, lions, a polar bear, alligators, turtles, and what even appears to be a stegosaurus, some of which are over 25 feet tall. Along with many different animals, there are also the faces and figures of humans. One noteworthy specimen is a three-story tall human head, which seems to be carved from a single boulder, with other figures descending down a cliff that drops a thousand feet. If these were deliberate carvings, the sheer level of craftsmanship and labor required to make such figures would be no meager feat, even by today's standards, with modern tools, let alone thousands of years in the distant past. But just who could have carved them? And what was this all supposed to mean? Many origin stories for the formations exist, one of which is provided to us by the local people who live there. According to the native Andeans, these aren't natural formations. These are statues. Statues that were provided by beings of a higher intelligence than man. The beings allegedly came from inside the earth, 
and whether they lived there is speculated by some in some kind of inner earth or simply materialized from another dimension is up for debate. But what the native Andeans do tell us is that along with providing the statues, these beings also taught them many valuable lessons and blessed them with a higher knowledge. Although they have never described just who these beings were or what they even looked like, these beings or makers, as I'll be referring to them, were often also called shaman. Among many of the figures found throughout the plateau, there is one that is perplexing to say the least. And one such figure appears to bear striking resemblance to an ancient Egyptian goddess. The Egyptian goddess is that of Taurt or Thaurus, the goddess of childbirth and maternity. Her form is that of an upright female human with hippopotamus characteristics. We seem to see a very prominent female face while examining this figure here. But although Peruvian and Egyptian civilizations were two of mankind's earliest, they were never known to have ties to one another. So how would it be that this massive sculpture of an Egyptian goddess exists in the mountains of Peru? Another mystery is that of the three-story tall human head carving I mentioned previously. Apparently, this particular piece represents the different races of the world, speaking in a muted silence, as one, perhaps claiming that all people were one at one point within mankind's history. But that, of course, is also up for interpretation. These strange figures provide us with more questions than answers, and now haunt the mists that shroud the plateau of this lost world. Attempting to answer some of the questions posed already, I researched what the archaeological community has had to say in regards to the stone forest. And really, for the most part, they aren't yet able to explain the majority of the formations. The simplest explanation is that they are naturally formed through weatherization and just happen to look like said faces, figures, and animals. This phenomena is known as pareidolia, the tendency for humans to see patterns that aren't really there. And although this is indeed possible, there is also substantial evidence of early human settlement there. So who's to say that perhaps they didn't have a hand in creating these figures? And this also leads us to another mystery, the mystery of a lost civilization. Among the various figures or formations, however you choose to look at them, there are also runes of an ancient civilization, far older than the Inca, that also used to call Peru their home, much later. Considering what appear to be people, animals, and deities not native to the area, appearing ever so far from where they originate from, the only other logical explanation would be that of a lost civilization, a pre-Columbian culture that had transoceanic ties. Something of this nature has been speculated upon by many researchers and philosophers over the years, but is yet to be proven. To somewhat add to this theory of the ancient runes I previously mentioned, 
there's what appears to be an ancient city located near where the stones can be found. These were first believed to be remnants of the early Inca, given the area and time frame. However, this now appears to not be the case, since the runes date much older than known Inca settlement and occupation. Although the Inca were very advanced for their time, they weren't known for making statues or carvings like these either, if they are indeed those, and not formations that is. Another strange detail about the stones as well is that many of them are only viewable from certain areas and at certain times. Others appear to change forms as one moves or as light changes, perhaps from one race of a face to another, which is very interesting indeed. And if this was the intention of whoever made them, if they were made, just what were they trying to tell us? Like an unfolding novel, the mystery surrounding the stone forest only continues to be written among the strange figures, ancient runes, and whispers of another time. There seems to be a unique energy that emanates throughout Markawazi. Adding to this energy is the existence of numerous cholpas, or tombs found on the plateau. They often are neatly constructed out of stone blocks with expert precision, and others utilize natural overhangs or shallow caves, perhaps designating the person's status or importance depending on how they were buried. Bodies were bound and mummified according to religious practices. What's interesting to note here is that mummification, the construction of pyramids, king burial with the pyramids, and shifting statues would all be things that the native Andean peoples and the Egyptians would have in common, although they were over 7,400 miles away from one another. And considering the theories about Egypt and the fact that a statue of what appears to be an Egyptian goddess was found within the stone forest, this in and of itself makes for an extremely interesting mystery, and one that perhaps will never be solved, since the knowledge has more than likely been lost to the sands of time. But as noted by many who have visited, there seems to be the feeling of a strange energy emanating from the plateau itself. Could this energy be attracting extraterrestrial life? Over the years, Hundreds of supposed sightings of UFOs have taken place at the Markawazi Stone Forest and the nearby surrounding area. These have become so commonplace that it's prompted Peru to reopen its office of UFO investigation. While many of the official reports are classified, often stated as an issue of national security, there is one extraordinary story that was apparently experienced by the president of Peru at the time. A former commander named Julio Camaro stated in a rare interview with the BBC that then-president Fujimori was on a fishing trip within the Maracazi lagoons with his full security entourage when a luminous sphere rose from the water and hovered over the boats before then shooting off into space at an unimaginable speed. This experience and multiple military sightings and encounters were apparently what prompted the office being reopened. As to what could seem to be drawing these objects to the stone forest, 
and the surrounding areas remains to be seen. Or could they have been there from the beginning, lying and waiting to re-emerge? UFOs aren't the only strangeness that's witnessed here. Stories of cryptids and spirits are also commonplace among the mists of the mountains. One such creature is known as the Grey Giant. It is described as a tall gray humanoid figure with long arms and legs and has been seen numerous times around the stone forest. This is alleged footage that was taken of the creature by nearby residents several years ago. Is this an extraterrestrial or something left behind by one? Or could it be one of the makers the native Andeans spoke about when describing how the stones came to be? Another interesting phenomena that's been experienced here is that of spirits or translucent beings. Many visitors have reported not only seeing ghostly apparitions, but feeling or being pushed by them as well. Local residents describe them as ghosts and say they are the spirits of the people who used to inhabit the forest. They often also materialize as bright and distant lights, usually glowing white or red. This is one such story of a traveler who visited in 2010 with a group of friends, and it seems to capture multiple things that I've mentioned thus far. On the first night camping out, the campsite was about 700 meters away from the last town, we all saw a ghost, a person all in bright white, floating from the cemetery and the direction of the nearest town at 1 a.m. in the morning. Take into account that for the cold at night, nobody in the highlands leaves home after 8 p.m. On day two during the walkings, the group experienced the presence of someone behind them, walking at a close distance all the time or were seeing someone walking in the distance that suddenly disappeared. We were told by the nearby people of the town that these also were ghosts. By nighttime on the same day, red lights in the distance were moving on the nearby hills, but in a zone where no towns or houses were located. We checked this the next morning. Constant discharging of batteries from cameras with no apparent reason. And finally, UFOs were clearly seen by everyone in the group, moving on the sky slowly at first, then as fast as shooting stars and changing directions all the time. There were many, and they even got super close to us, so close that we could see the roundness of the object. We were so freaked out that we turned off the lanterns right after the object vanished. Could these spirits or ghosts perhaps not be the remnants of those who once occupied this place? Could they perhaps be beings from another dimension, or people existing within another realm of reality? Could there be doors between our world and something else? There are reports, and one such story in particular, that makes us ask these questions, and much more. An anonymous patient due to the confidentiality protocols, came to see a doctor by the name of Raul Centino in Lima, Peru. She came to see him in a distressing state 
of partial paralysis. Her condition was described as hemiplasia, where one half of the human body is paralyzed. But the stated condition didn't seem to make sense after tests had been ran. Upon undergoing a CAT scan, no visible signs of brain trauma or swelling, the causes of hemiplasia were present. Already baffled by what he was seeing develop in his patient's case, the doctor was even more taken aback when she began to describe what happened to her. The woman had apparently recently been hiking near the Marikazi Stone Forest with some friends, and as they approached where they were going to set up camp, the group began to hear music drifting towards them from the mountains. After some walking, upon closer examination, they noticed a small stone cabin lit from the inside with torches, and they witnessed what appeared to be figures dancing around inside. Approaching further out of sheer curiosity, the patient began to feel a strange coldness overtake her body. But pushing through, upon peering inside the building, the woman claimed to have seen occupants clad in 17th century clothing, or older, like she was watching a history documentary of some sort. But in reality, as she attempted to step into the house, she only made it halfway before she was pulled back by a friend who was very scared and had a bad feeling about the entire experience. From here, within a matter of minutes, a deathly feeling of numbness overtook half of the woman's body, the same half that had managed to make it into the strange house. After the ensuing panic and transportation, the woman was then brought to the doctor. After this consultation, the woman then began intensive physical rehabilitation in a national hospital located in Lima. Her recovery status from here remains unknown. Could there really be portals or time slips in this world? Glimpses into the past as if it's existing side by side with you. Could this be through a wormhole, a rip in time, or access to another dimension? These questions and more come to mind when pondering just exactly what this woman, and I'm sure several others, have experienced within the strange mists of the Markawazi Stone Forest. Could it be the source of the energy many have spoken about, or is it being caused by something else? Just who or what exactly caused the stones to resemble human and animal faces and figures? And given a fact that we saw a video of an alleged extraterrestrial, just who or what are the native Andeans referring to when they describe the makers? These questions and more have been brought to the surface today, and I'm curious to know what you guys think. So if you're visiting, now you know you might not want to wander too far within the Andes Mountains of Peru, because something or someone may just make you a permanent resident. Thank you guys so much for watching today's video. Please help me out in the algorithm by clicking the like button if you liked the video, leaving a comment of your thoughts, or to answer one of the many questions down below, and by subscribing if you haven't already. If you are currently subscribed, consider checking out my Patreon or YouTube membership programs for hours of ad-free content. And lastly, one of the best things you can do for me and the channel is to share the mystery of this video with a friend. Sharing my content on social media helps so much more than you guys know. 
and I'm truly thankful for any and all support that I've received. And until next time, guys, this has been Cody here at Mystery Archives. Stay safe out there, and take care.